It's time. It's time. Time to get in the zone. Time to get in the zone. With the 49ers Web Zone. This is the No Huddle Podcast with Al and Brian. You know what made me really appreciate Purdy this weekend? And I, we won't turn this into a Purdy thing. We may talk about Purdy a little more later, but this is just something I was watching where I was like, his calm and his poise. This is why I appreciate it. The Chargers-Vikings game, well, I wish both of those teams could, could have lost. The Chargers are going for it on fourth and one from their own 24, whatever it was, and fullback try guy. to run the ball, and oh, my God, they're going to lose. But then there's no timeouts left, and Vikings going to get a completion down to whatever. It was inside the 10-yard line. Mm-hmm. Tick, 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 tick. They just had to go down and clock the ball, regroup. I think it was inside the 10. I don't know. It was like in the red zone. Anyway, it was the red clock zone, yeah. the ball regroup, run the play. You've got plenty of times, but Cousins is just pointing to his helmet and hitting his helmet. Looked like he's panicking. The clock gets down to 13 seconds, hikes the ball, tries to force pass, interception, game over. Instead of just clocking it, everybody calm down. Let's get our play. Those are the type of things you don't see Brock Purdy do. Brock Purdy do. Brock Purdy is yeah. always cool, but Brock yeah. Purdy is always calm, and that really made me appreciate him. You know, Brian, one of the teams that I keep talking about are the Cowboys. You know, after the first yep. couple of weeks, I thought they looked a lot better to me. I thought the defense was humming. I like the addition of Brandon Cooks. I like Tony Pollard being in a bigger role. And I thought this team was was going to be really, really something to deal with. And they still might be. They had three three starting offensive linemen, maybe four out um, this weekend. I know the offensive line was decimated. Obviously, Trayvon Diggs, there was a loss for the season with, in ACL and the guy had 18 interceptions to game of the league. That's a huge loss for them. That's wild. Still thought they'd be able to handle what's become a pesky Cardinals team, but they come in, they're 12, 12 point favorites, 12 and a half point favorites and lose that game. And I was kind of like, wow. Okay. And it kind of got me thinking as much as they have the injuries and everything else, they're still the Cowboys and they still have games like that where they just kind of shit the bet. So that was the first thing to me where I kind of thought to myself, okay, no, it's only week three. A lot can happen. But that was a team that I thought was going to win by 30 points this weekend. And they just came out and it was an awful loss for them. Yeah. And and I think the big story coming out of that is <clears throat> what the Cardinals offense led by Josh Dobbs and James Conner was able to do against what people kept claiming was the best defense in the league. And you know, obviously, as 49er fans, we're going to take umbrage of, with that because we're pretty fond of our defense, you know, over here in Santa Clara. But they gave up over 200 yards on the ground. And last time I checked, the only guy out was Trayvon Diggs. And I it, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think Trayvon Diggs was going to shore up a leaky run defense on Sunday, even if he was playing. Uh, but they gave up. They gave up over 200 yards rushing to a Cardinals team that, uh, again, that's essentially really all they have because Josh Jobs is their quarterback. So you got to go into that game gearing up to stop the run and 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 to give up that that kind of performance. The the Cardinals averaged 7.2 yards per carry. I guarantee Kyle Shanahan is watching that game and and just thrilled because he gets to watch the game tape from that in preparation for their next two opponents in two successive weeks. Like that's easy, (laughs) easy tape study there, but I guarantee he's licking his lips. And so is Christian McCaffrey and Elijah Mitchell. And, and, and I, man, 
obviously that's going to be a point of, uh, I guess, a, a coaching point for the for the Dallas Cowboys this week and then heading into next week because they do play the Patriots this week who like to run the ball as well because they also don't have a very good quarterback who, as of Sunday, is turkey tapping Sauce Gardner after uh, after a tackle and just, you know, overall just kind of being kind of the douchebag that that most people knew him to be and thought him to be but yeah he sticks yeah i'm excited sticks. yeah he's awful he's awful he's, in he's, general he's not and then he's just not a great dude either and that's that's part of it but but yeah it's it's exciting because like i said the 49ers major in running the football and if the dallas defense isn't going to be able to stop the run it's going to be a long 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 day for them and a long season because again we thought it, this was a three-horse race for the NFC, the Cowboys, the mm-hmm. Eagles, and the 49ers. And I'm not saying that it's not, but even with the offensive line the way that it was, that Cardinals team, it's scrappy, but they should have been able to they should have been able to get a win and they weren't. And I think that is more a testament to the coaching staff and and I think the 49ers have an edge there for sure. And as much as Dak Prescott, I'm not I'm not saying that he's he's a bad quarterback by any stretch of the imagination, but he has times and games where he does some things where you're, that are head scratching. And there was a play in this game where he threw in a triple coverage for an interception in, in a big spot. And we've seen him against the Niners in the playoffs now two years in a row. Look shook. He's the 49ers have made him look shook, and he played a, a phenomenal playoff game the week previously last year against the Bucks. Yeah, And then he comes in against the Niners and he's shaky as the year he was before. So I really love the front seven there. Again, I was surprised with what happened. But until I can see the Cowboys go into the playoffs and play a really good defense and, and Dak step up and play a good game, as much as I was afraid of them early in the year, now I watch that game and I'm kind of like, all right, this is the Cowboys it team is. that we've seen. Yeah, Maybe not much has changed. Maybe I'm giving them too much credit. So that's where I am right now is that I think I'm too much credit i think maybe i've given the the eagles not enough credit i would say it's still the eagles i think say that again it's still the eagles it is that's it is and and they look they still look like they're finding their way to me offensively Mm -hmm. but it's still pretty damn good and when they do get there offensively and they will they're going to be a lot to deal with again deandre swift looks amazing in that offense he looks fast He's yeah. just running off, you know, pulling off big runs. Gainwell's doing a good job. You know what AJ Brown does. You know what Devontae Smith does. And Jalen yeah. Hurts is a force. And they did a good job replenishing that defense. Jalen Carter looks like he's going to be a stud in the middle there. So it's it's they're going to be the team to to probably beat again. And I know that they have a tough schedule in the middle of the year. But I was looking at at who they had coming up. And you know, we're, with the Niners, we're talking about we want the buy. That's that's a huge thing with the Niners. You want them to have home field. You want the NFC mm-hmm. Championship game to be um, home for them. And right now the yeah. Eagles are three and zero. They play the Commanders. They're at the Rams. They're at the Jets. They have to play the Dolphins, and then they're at the Commanders again. I'm excited. That's for that seven game. and one probably at worst going into that tough stretch that they have. And that stretch is going to be the Cowboys, Chiefs, Bills, 49ers, Cowboys, Seahawks. So that's really tough. That's that's going to decide where they are in terms of the the playoff picture. They'll make the playoffs either way, but that'll decide where they are. But they they can go with the first half of the season, they can end up seven and one. 
And the Niners can be right there with them. Niners can be seven and one, eight and zero as well. So those could be the two teams this year that we're really watching, like we're like we were again last year. And we'll see if Dallas can rebound from this and, and play the way they did in the first couple of weeks. Yeah, and obviously, you know, you can't discount the fact that the Dallas offense was out of sync largely because they were missing three fifths of their offensive line. It's it's going to be tough to it's going to be tough to have any level of continuity in that regard. So, you know, there is that not that I'm here to make excuses for the Cowboys because, Hey, I will revel in any Cowboys loss that I can find, but you know, you also have to step back and, and you know, our, our job is to kind of analyze everything with, with red and gold glasses, if you will, right? Like how does this affect the 49ers and, you know, a loss to a team that you should have beat is absolutely a big deal when it comes to exactly what you talked about, which is playoff seating, right? if the 49ers end up with one more win than the, than the Cowboys, then you can point to that Cardinals loss in week three and go, there you go right there. Right? Like the Cowboys could have had home field, but they lost to Arizona in week three. So, you know, it's, it, it, it's still week three, but those things can come back to haunt just like for the 49ers, their week one loss to the bears last year. And then their week three loss to the, to the Broncos as well. You could point to and go, if they win both of those games, hey, you know, they're 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 hosting the NFC championship game instead right. of going to Philadelphia. So yeah, these all early of these season games losses matter. Yeah. Can come back to bite you for sure. And the rest yeah. of the NFC, Brian, I, I just have a hard time seeing anyone else that could be a threat. The yeah. commanders were two and one, a very fake two or five, I'm sorry, two and oh commanders would be very fake two and oh. Yeah. And then they play the Bills and get absolutely throttled. Sam Howell looks horrible. He shows four interceptions. Yeah. They could maybe get to eight or nine wins, but again, not anybody you're worried about. 